Parshas Vayeshev, but it's also the first day of Hanukkah, and therefore we're trying to going to try to combine the two concepts of, of the story of Yosef and how it might connect with the idea that we're trying to develop over the eight days of Hanukkah. Um, you know, the most famous question, of course, in Hanukkah, of course, is, is the, it's attributed to the Beis Yosef, if, if there was enough oil in the, in the flask that they found in the Beis Amigdash, after it was defiled by the Yevonim, and there was enough oil for one day, so why is the holiday of Hanukkah eight days? It should really be seven days, because there were seven days of miracle, there was enough oil. So when I was, when I was a, in yeshiva, I had a sefer called Ner Lemeya. There was a hundred answers to this question. And then over time, there was another sefer came out that was 500 answers. And now already there's Ner Le'elef, there's a thousand answers to this question. And there's probably a few thousand answers. Keeps, Meisif Ahilich, keeps uh, compounding and... and uh, and, and the question is a very good question, and I think it's at the root. And one of, one of the real answers is because there's so much to say about Hanukkah, you need eight days to express it all. You can't, and we divide it over the eight days. You can't say it all in one day. Um, it's just that type of, of yomtiv. It's mysterious on one hand, and it's so full of parsume nisa, so full of public publication, and it's something that's so widespread. It's one of the miracles, you know, the, the Gemara says that there are mitzvahs that Klaus or Makabal, Besimcha, they still do it Besimcha. You know, like Brismila, but other mitzvahs that were not done Besimcha, they, 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 they don't become so widespread. Hanukkah is, you know, unfortunately, you might have people in the same home doing two holidays that coincide in this time of year. But Hanukkah is not forgotten. If they're a Jew, Hanukkah is not forgotten on some level, even though it's, it really is forgotten if, if they don't know what it's all about. So let's try to understand what, it, what, it really, what the Yom Tov of, of Hanukkah is all about in its essence. And I think that ties in with the concept of Yosef as we are introduced in this week's Parsha to the story of Yosef. We had the parshias that talked about Avram and the parshias that talked about Yitzchak and the parshias that talked about Yaakov Avinu. And now we start talking about Eile Toldois Yaakov Yosef. As if Yaakov only had one son, the name Yosef. And Chazal pick up on this. What, is, what does that mean? He had 12 sons and, and daughter. And a daughter, what do you mean? Eile Toldois Yaakov Yosef. There was some kind of unique position that Yosef was being groomed for. And I use that word very importantly because he was 17 years old, the Torah says, how old he was, which is unusual. <clears throat> he was 17 years old. <clears throat> he was young. He, he, was, he was youthful. Which means he was young. He didn't, couldn't really comprehend the mission and the, the, and the mission that he was being groomed for. But it had to start at this young age. This is what the Torah is telling us in this week's parsha. But look closely at the life and the development and the evolution of, of Yosef, and you'll have the understanding of where the bridge that leads from the Ovais to the Shvatim. Yosef is a bridge. The Orachim HaKadosh in Parsha of Aichi calls Yosef 
a some type of av in certain ways. We know that he had shvatim. <laughs> he had he had there was no shevet called Yosef. There was shevet called Ephraim and Menashe. And this is how we bless our children, right? As Simcha Ephraim Menashe. We're, we're using that analogy when we give our brachas to our children in every generation, every Friday night. We're using the analogy of koisivorachu, like that Yosef's position was a quasi-av and a shevet. And it was this that's being groomed in the beginning of this week's parsha, which Yaakov knew he was a nar. He knew he was 17 years old, wasn't able to comprehend. But let's go to the, to the etymology, to the beginning of Yosef's name. We find there's, a, there's an amazing chizkuni that I didn't mention in the shir, in Parsha's Vayishlach, that says in a, in a very puzzling pasuk, the Pasuk in Parsha's Vayishlach, Lamed Hey, Chavav. You don't have to look at the Pasuk, but the Pasuk says when, when Yaakov is traveling after he met up with Esau and, and now he's Sholem, he's complete, and now he's traveling to, <clears throat> to see his father. Yaakov's traveling. And it says, all, it counts all the children, the B'nai, First, it starts with uh, Vayu Bnei Yaakov Shnei Moser. Yeah, Bnei Leah, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehudi, Yisachar, Zvulun. Right? She had uh, six sons. Then you had Bnei Rochel, Yosef, and Binyamin. U Bnei Bilha, Shifcha, Shifchas Rochel, Don Naftali, Bnei Zilpa, God and Osher. Eile Bnei Yaakov Asher Yulad Loi Bepadanaram. These are the sons of Yaakov that were born in Padanaram. And the, fa- and the famous question is, they weren't all born in Padanaram. Only 11 were born in Padanaram. Binyamin, we know, was born just, just in last week's Parsha, in, you know, in Parsha's Vayishlach. He was born. So why is it, why, how can you call, so the Ebenezer and the Rishonim already say, well, the Rav, majority of the children were born in Padanaram. The Chizkuni says a, a unique answer and opens up a, a, a whole understanding. He says that True, he wasn't born in Padnaram. <clears throat> Why was he considered as if he's born in Padnaram? Because he was an outgrowth of the tefillah that Rachel said when Yosef was born. Yosef, who was born in Padnaram, what did she say? She said, Yosef li bein acher. In the, in the name of Yosef, she asked and she was mispalled to Hashem, Yosef li, please Hashem, give me, increase me with another son. That simply means I shouldn't be any less than the shvachis, than the maidservants who all had two sons. I shouldn't be less. And at that point, when she was mispalel to have another son and gave the name of Yosef to have that other son, it was decreed min hashamayim, there you're going to have the son. And since the tefillah was the, was the result of, of what she ultimately had, Binyamin, it's as if Binyamin was born in Padnaram. Amazing, an amazing concept 
that the Mokam Tfila is the Mokam Leda. That Tfila is a reality that creates the reality. Just it'll take time till it comes out in to fruition to in reality, but the the it's done. It's a done deal because he davened, she davened to Hashem, Yosef li ben Acher. It's an, an amazing, amazing concept. But we see that the essence of Yosef was Moisif from the, from the word. It came from, give me more. Let me, Yosef was the one who who was able to bring out more and more from the word Yosef. And, and uh, the, you know, the Pasuk by Yosef, when Yosef was born back in, um, uh, back in Pasha's Vayetze, so the Rashbam over there says that the Rashbam says, Vatikr Shemoy Yosef, Lamor. Vatar Vatelit Ben Vatoymer. And she said, Osaf Elokim Es Chaposi. Hashem gathered in my shame that I didn't have children for so many years and I saw Leah have child after child and I Bila and Zilpa and, and I'm left. Right? Seemingly the, the main wife. Osaf, so says the Rashbam, so why wasn't his name Osaf? <laughs> why was the Osaf? It's also a nice name. It's a modern Hebrew name, why not? Says the, says the Rashbam, because there was another aspect to his name. The Yud, which is really adds to Osaf to make it Yosef, is the Yud is because she davened, Yosef Hashem li benacher. And we don't want to lose that. That's the essence of Yosef, that he increases exponentially. His mitzias, his presence, brings out potential. That's what the name means. And the and 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 when when and this is really the pshat. When Yosef was born. So it says, Rochel Yosef." When Yo- when Rochel gave birth to Yosef, says Yaakov to Lovan, "Shalchein, I have to leave." Mm-hmm. So, oh, where are you running? Where are you running? You have a good parnasa. Where are you running? So Rashi says, the famous Chazal, that Mishnayot Stonoi Shel Esav, when the you know the the we call the the one that could we we called. Sitnoi shall Esav, one that could stand up to Esav. So we think, well, Esav could, you know, he could fight Esav. So then it's time for him to leave. He can meet Esav. Right? And it brings up the famous Pasuk in Ovadia that we laid in last week's Haftarah. For Hoya Beis Yaakov Esh, the, fi- the house of Yaakov is a fire. Ubeis Yosef Lahova, and the, and the house of Yosef. Note that it calls ya- not Yaakov but Beis Yaakov, and not just Yosef but Beis Yosef. Lahova is the flame. Ubeis Esav Lakash, and the house of Esav is the straw. Now, it, 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 so we learned it. So it says Rashi 
the, the, the analogy is very interesting. It says Rashi, Eish beloi lahova eina shoylet lemeirachik. A a fire without a flame doesn't what? Doesn't spread. spread. Like the, the, the you learn the the av nazikin of Eish, it's it goes out. We, you you brought a fire here. And you know it's it could with a little air it can go out. Your mechuyah, what it burns in your neighbor's field. I you didn't bring it to your neighbor. No, but the teva of Eish is that it goes out, but only that's with a lahava. So the nature of of Yosef was the lahava was the flame. Otherwise, it's a just a a, a burning coal and it can't go lemeirachik, which is also the Yosef. That's Yosef. And he wanted to, and he wanted to go back. The pshat in this chazal, there's so many pshat in this chazal, it's a very famous chazal, and it always comes around Hanukkah time, is that the flame is what brings out, just the word Yosef, brings out the potential, brings out what it's groomed for. The position of Yosef was to develop and help bring out the position and the uniqueness of each of the Shvatim. We're changing from a system of Avais to Shvatim, to Klal Yisrael. You can't, each one of, each one of the Shvatim are so unique, are so different. They were born to, not only to different mothers, but they were born under different circumstances, and they represented so many different <coughs> aspects, spokes in the wheel, parts of the pie, stones in the in the in the in the in the breastplate of the the chayshin of the kohen Godo. They represented klal a different stone, a different color. It was only through the achdus and the understanding and the representation that they shouldn't meld into one. That was Yaakov. He took the 12 stones and they became one stone. But then they separated into the Shvatim. That's the way it's supposed to be. There are different ways. There are different ways to serve Hashem. There are different... A blend each one learns from the other and sees the qualities without losing their identity. And that's a unique um, uniqueness of Yosef. Yosef was able, and he was going to have to be able to, on one hand, bring out each quality of each shevet, but at the same time not lose the uniqueness of each shevet. Every shevet should see their uniqueness and the uniqueness of their brother and his family, but not to say, oh, I want to become them. No, no, their uniqueness and your uniqueness are you have to have all of you together to have a completeness. And this is what, this is what the Chizkuni is saying, that the tefillah of Yosef, the fact that he's called Yosef and not Osaf, as the Rashbam says, it's because we have to know that Yosef is the one that's going to bring out. And it's his tefillah, it's his, everything was set in place when he got his name. Yosef li ben I want another son. I want to bring out more and more, and perhaps even different different ideas. We find a very interesting machlekes. This was brought. I heard a shear from my Goldvicht. 
when, when Binyamin was born, it was Machleikas, Rochel, and Yaakov, what to call him. Mm-hmm. He's born, and we don't talk about it that much. You know, Rochel calls him Benoni. She leaves on her deathbed. Can you imagine a wife, your most beloved wife, she's dying and she dies. And she, her last words on this earth is, call the boy Benoni. And Yaakov says, no, Binyamin. How insensitive. I mean, what are they arguing about it? Benoni, I guess that would be a nice name also, a nice Jewish name, Benoni. It's nice, it has a nice ring to it, right? And, and why did he change to Binyamin? So he said, so, Rabbi Goldfuss has, has his, his mahalach, but I, I want to borrow from his, his mahalach. Um, the idea is that Yaakov, who, who charged Yosef in this week's Parsha with the mission that even, even Yaakov didn't know how long and what he had to, would have to go through to reach his mission. Another, he had to be away, for Yosef had to be away 20 years from Yaakov, thought that he was dead, couldn't really understand, was never, had never had nechama, which means he was always attached to his son. Even though in this week's Parsha we find Yitzchak did know Rashi brings, and which is hard to believe. But, you know, if you're a Navi, you know that they're, they're, you know, today we have HIPAA, HIPAA laws. You know, you can't share information. Navim also had HIPAA laws. <laughs> you couldn't share what one Navi got. He couldn't share with another Navi. Because if he's supposed to know it, then Hashem will tell him. Just like Rifka couldn't tell Yitzchak. The Shnei Goyim, we have twins and there's going to be an Esav and a Yaakov. Each one is separate. No, no, Yitzchak has to go on his path of raising Esav. And Rifka had to go on her path. And that was just, and this is the point. Yosef had to develop into the one that's going to corral all of the Shvatim together and make them all feel like they're unique and special. Yosef li ben acher. Give me an, it's like, it's like the one and only. You know, the Panovich Rav, he was once walking with one of his wealthy donors in Panovich, and he meets one of the Bachram, he says, oh, let me introduce you, this is my Ben Yachid, this is my one and only student, he is the best, the greatest, the yeshiva stands on him. Five minutes later, he meets another student, he says, oh, let me introduce you to this, he's like a Ben Yachid, he's my, he's wonderful, he's the greatest, Masmid, he meets another one, the same thing, after the, the, the donor says, listen here, I mean, how many, how many only child, children can you have? She so says, what do you mean? Each one, each one is unique. But they can't learn by themselves in an empty base matter. They, everybody needs each other, but everybody's unique. And this is what I try to instill upon them. Yosef was the one who had the potential and the wherewithal to bring out what Reuven had to offer in Shimon and Levi and Yehuda. And through the whole story, Yaakov, even Yaakov didn't know how it was going to come, but that was Yosef's position. He gave him that role. He knew that that was his role. He taught him the special Torah of Shem Ve'ever, Rashi says. And he made him this Ksonis Pasim that he shouldn't forget. And that son is passing, boy, that, that get him into trouble. They were jealous of him. and So why do you do it? 
He says, because he, he needed, that was his role. The role of Yosef, that he thought it was just wearing that coat every day, put on his frock, you know, and, and every day come to the base medrash and didn't know that. That wasn't what Hashem had in mind. That that is going to make the jealousy and the and the hatred of the brothers, and they're going to sell him to Mitzrayim. But only there it's going to evolve how Reuven will stand up in his way, and ultimately Yehuda will stand up in his way and take responsibility for Binyamin to go down and Binyamin will. Come. And the whole story unfolds, not only for. The, what they thought the primary goal was to save Binyamin, which we know was the truva process for the ten tribes who sold Yosef. But it was also their development. Their development in who they are and who they will be and their uniqueness that they will put into their DNA to give to their shevet, into their flags, into their color, into their position. And that's something that was going to develop over the next 20 years. And this is what the, the Panovich Rav said, coming to Hanukkah. He says, why do we say al-anisim v'al-apurkon v'al-ha-milchamos? What, we're looking for wars? Say al-ha-shalom. I'd rather have peace. He says, no, when a Baruch Hu brings wars, it, it flushed out. Look what it did. It turned around. The Kalalites were being lost by the Misyavnim. We were losing it. We were going to become, we were going to disappear into the abyss of assimilation. Because it came to a point that the Chashmonoyim stood up. Who were the Chashmonoyim? They were the Bnei Aaron. This was, the, this was hidden into what was hidden into Aaron. We, we know that we lane every day the, the Nesim. So there's so much interesting, you know, I have in my sitter in, in, in the Mishnah Brura, then the Halacha, it's brought that there are Minhagim. Where do you start from? Today we started in the Kail here. The Parsha right before is Birchas Koyanim, and Parsha's Nasai. So in my sitter, Itaka says, Yesh noyegim lahaskni parshazu of birchas koyanim. I don't know where they actually do it, but it's brought in the sitter here. It is a minig. We don't do it. The birchas koyanim says it all. Aaron Koyan, when he saw the Nesim bringing their karbonis, as it says in the beginning of Baloischa, right? It says that he, Chol Shodaitoi, Rashi brings the famous Chazal. Chol Shodai, he was. He was weakened. Cholosh means weakened. Why? Because he, he wasn't there. Not him and not his shevet. It's interesting Lashem. Not him and not his shevet. Say, not his shevet. Not the whole shevet Levi. What did he want? What, was he so jealous? The Ramban asked. He had so much on his plate. His job description and his uh, daily activities. A carbon he needed? <laughs> what else did he do besides carbonas? It's like, you know, that's all he does is bring carbonus. He needs another carbon? Let someone else bring a carbon. No, because Aaron also shared the same role. 
to be the Kohanim were the Shluchi Didon or Shluchi Rachmana. They were the mirror image to see that everybody, when they bring their carbon, when they interface with the Kohanim, they see their higher self. They see themselves and what they could be. Not you, not be a Kohan who can't be a Kohan. If you're born a Kohan, you're a Kohan. But you can see your higher self. You can see the Kahuna in you. What was Aaron was Oyev Shalom of Shalom. He brought out peace because he made everybody feel special. He made everybody feel that they have something to contribute. So what are you arguing about? You're right and you're right. How can we both be right? You're also right. right? I mean, everybody has what to contribute. What are you arguing about? Learn from each other. Learn with each other. Become greater. Combine the, your, your, both your assets and you can, you can invest and become even bigger. Don't fight to, to, to destroy the other. That's what the Panavichirov said. We daven al hamilchamais, that the wars, the battles that, that we had to wage for Torah and on the, that, that we had to, in all the different generations, that built us, that brought out our true colors. That brought out who we are. Milchamos is the same word as chalom, the same letters. The dreams of Yosef. What's a dream? A dream is something that will happen. This is Yosef. It's the, the ultimate fruition of a wish of something that lies dormant in that ash that cannot go on without the lahava, without the flame of Yosef. You can't bring the chalom to fruition. The dream will remain a dream and you'll have to sleep in order to connect with it. Let's bring that to fruition. You know, the Panovich Rav, they, they asked him, uh, uh, he had so many dreams, and he, uh, you know, he came off the boat, I davened with an Alta Yid in my shul in, when I was a kid, who went on the same boat from Europe to Eretz Yisrael with the Panovich Rav. And on the boat, he was already talking, about he's going to build a yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael, a thousand boys. There were, there were three people in Eretz Yisrael at that time. This is in the 30s. He's going to build a yeshiva, a thousand boys. I mean, there's a bunch of Arabs and, and the British, the, the Turkey. I mean, they didn't know what was going on in Eretz Yisrael. They're living like Bedouins. He's going to build the People went, literally walked away. They thought he, was, he lost his mind because he lost his family. His wife and ten children were killed. They thought this man is uh, off his rocker. But he did it. And people later asked him, he says... You built so much. When did you sleep to be able to dream? That was the question they had on the part of a Chirov. He learned. He was able to daydream. <laughs> he, he never slept. He used to come to Los Angeles as a boy. I used to walk him home from shul um, as a young boy. Uh, I used to walk him home. He used to have Rabbi Adler shul. He stayed at the Beverly Laurel Motel on Beverly Boulevard. That's where he stayed. Ad Hayyim, his grandson, still stays there because Azay is the Kabbalah from the Zayda. Oh. <laughs> it's, wow. it's still there. Uh, but th- he said the Milchamas, that's what builds us. The Milchama brings out the Chalayim. Through the Milchama, through the challenges that we all have, and we all have, let's not fool ourselves. If it's not one thing, it's the next. If it's not the one thing, what, we resolve one thing, something else. It, life is full of milchamas, inner battles. 
that we fight with ourselves mostly to, and it brings out our determination. It brings out our dreams. It sometimes teaches us to dream. This is what the Ramban says, you know, answers the question, why didn't Yosef, when he came to power in Mitzrayim, why didn't he send an email to his father? Write to him. You have all these mess. Send the messenger. I'm okay. I'm in Mitzrayim. I have a good parnasa. Which Jewish father isn't happy about that? Right? And, uh, uh, you know, what do you need? I, I can give you anything. No? Why, Be- says the Ramban? Because his dreams had to become reality. And that, with, to bring out his dreams, it had to be in a, in a cloud and a veil of secrecy. Couldn't happen. Couldn't happen. That's, that's Hanukkah. Hanukkah is the Yom Tev, where the essence of the Yom Tev, when the Gemara asks, my Hanukkah, what is Hanukkah? So the Rashi says, on which miracle did we establish the Yom Tev? What is the Yom Tev? Yom Tev's which miracle was it established, says the Gemara, on the Pacha Shemen? And then the, then the, 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 the um, Halel doesn't say anything about the Pacha Shemen. And the Alanisim doesn't say a word about the Pacha Shemen, Kemat. What's going on here? This is a famous, uh, famous question. Well, what's going on here? Because the, 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 the essence of Hanukkah is to realize that everything we encounter in our lives is a reason to give to Hashem. Even the milchamais, even the challenges, because they will bring out their minashamayim. There's no such thing as a challenge, as a nisoyan that a person goes through. It's to bring out the nais in the nisoyan. That's, that's the... How do you do that? You can only do that through lighting the candle. The miracle that they saw, that the, this flask of oil, which the Gemara says it had enough for one day, there's a Gerson, the Shiltis, which says it didn't even have enough for one day, which of course then the whole Kasha doesn't start. The miracle was also on the first day. The Shiltis, which is one of them, the Rav, Hai, uh, Rav Achoy Goyen, before the Gemara, says that it was uh, it, it didn't even have enough. Mm-hmm. But our Gerson, the Chazal, is, had enough for one day. But that one day is Meisiv V'hoilich. That's what we paskin like Beis Hillel. We go one day, then two days, and three days. Because that's the essence of the Yom Tiv. The essence of the Yom Tiv is to show, just like that colored coat, you're here, Yosef, you're here to be Moisef V'hoilich. Your name says it. Yosef Li Ben Acher. Your Hanukkah is Moisef V'hoilich. It keeps adding and adding. What, what Rachel, a little bit, Rachel was in a, in a dejected state. Here she had one son, Yosef, and she prayed for another son. Here Hashem gave her another son, and now he's taking her life. He'll never see, she will never see the fruition of all of the dreams of what her children are going to become. It's sad. It's sad. But, Yaakov says, that Ben-Oni, my dear, my dearest wife, 
you mean it. this binyamin this is the right hand this is the strength of the ben or don't look at the negative don't look at the milchama says oh, i wish i didn't have the milchama no the benoni, what the, the dejected, what you looked at, it's all is lost. I'm dying. What, what else is there life? No, no, that's the binyamin. That's going to be the right hand. That's going to, th- th- this is the future. Because binyamin came from a tefillah that when Yosef was born, that's when he was born. His mitzias is to lehova, like the Rashi says, to bring that esh lemerochah, to distant. That's what he is. That's why I think it's interesting why Hanukkah, we have a longer davening, but there's no musaf. There's no musaf. Rosh Chodesh will have a musaf, right? Another Shmon Esrei and all that. Every yontiv, in order to have a musaf, you have to have a choluk bekarbonas. You need a separate carbon. Sukkot, we have, we say full halal all eight days because it's choluk bekarbonas. Pesach, we only say full halal the first and second day in Chutzlaretz. The rest of the day we say half a halal. Yomtev, cholomoyed. No, it's not cholok bekarbonis. Chanukah, we say full halal every day because the mitzias, the essence of the yomtev is moise v'hoylech. It's not just a, a shita of Beis Hillel. Two ways to do it. It represents, Beis Hillel said this, represents the whole yomtev because it's his yosef. It's, it, it, it compounds itself. From that seed, it compounds itself more and more. That's why we say the full Hallel, all eight days of Hanukkah. And that's why the Rambam, when he establishes the essence of Hallel, what it's all about, it's in Hilchus Hanukkah. Even though it's a Drabbarantik Yamtiv, according to most, but there are Shitas Rishonim that the Hallel on Hanukkah is Daraisa. How, how can that be? Because it touches on the essence of. It touches on the essence that when that in the Torah puts in that when we go through our challenges, midaraisa, we have to see that it's all hashgacha, that it's all from a for our good, not just to give us a kapara. You know, no, that's it's for our good, and that we see again and again, and we see this by by Hanukkah, and there's no greater lesson. There's no greater lesson than, than from David HaMelech. That's why the Shir Shal Yoim of Hanukkah is Mizmar Shir, Mizmar Shir Chanukah's Habayis LeDavid. David HaMelech, who also was a dreamer and someone who his whole life was Milchamais, he couldn't build the base of Migdash because he fought battles. But those battles still remain for us in the Sefer Tillim. When we go, when I, we go to battle, we take his book, because he is the the hero. He is our hero of battles. Mizma shechanukas abayis leDavid. We attribute that house to David Amelch, even though he didn't never saw it. <laughs> he never saw it. He didn't build it. Shlomo Amelch built it. He got all. He did everything he could. He bought the land. He bought materials, but he never saw it. Isn't that sad? No, Mizma Shir. Double, double Lushen. The only time we say Mizmor Shir is only by Shabbos. Mizmor Shir Liyoyim Shabbos. Every other place says Shir Mizmor or Mizmor Lam Natseyach. But Mizmor Shir is only by the Beis HaMikdash and by Shabbos. Shabbos is also the essence. It's the, it's the, it's the foundation of all of our bracha. 
likrei Shabbos the chuvenelcha kihi mekor habracha. That's why the the stories of Hanukkah, the halachas of Hanukkah, are mesach the Shabbos. This is it's all mm-hmm. Shabbos is meisif v'hoylech. It gives, it, it recharges us for the new week. It's that's the mitzvahs of Shabbos. That's minat Torah. That's you know. You say, Lasoi says a Shabbos. You make the Shabbos. We make it from the six days and then it charges us for the next, the next six days. And therefore, that's why we have the Minig, um, the Minig, some people to lane to start with Birchas Koyanim. Because we are also, a little, what that would Arna Koyan wanted to impress. That he wanted to be part of that carbonus of the Nassim Y. Because he wanted to be there to show each person how special they are, which is the whole lesson. Each one has mentioned they brought the same exact carbon. Minashamayim Nase. The Ramban goes through, you know, it was a Nase. Each one had a different Cheshbon and came up with the same, the same calculation. <clears throat> For different Cheshbonus, because everybody is different. We all wrap tefillin, we all keep Shabbos, but it's totally different Avodah. Aaron wanted to be there to navigate, to show them, to give them that appreciation. So the, that's why there's a minig to read Birchas Koyanim before, because that sets the mindset. It's this, that's the bracha that Aaron wanted to impart to Klal Yisrael, to see our uniqueness. And that's why every Friday night, who are we to give a Birchas Koyanim? I'm not a Koyanim. I raise my hands, what am I? Uh, no, people put one thing, one hand, two hands, because I'm not a Kayan, there's all Shaila yeah. Halacha. Yeah, do you, can you put one hand, two hands, because you're not a Kayan? How can you give a Brichas Kayan? But we do, because we preface it with Kaysu Varachu, Simcha Elakim Kefraim Vichem Nasha. We're Yosef. That I can be. I can be Yosef. And Yosef was the person to be Mosif. And I look at my children and I say, I have two, one, three, a dozen, two dozen, doesn't make a difference. Each one is and each one's unique, each one's different. And then I say the Birchas Kayanim, because that's what the Kahuna teaches Kalalius. That's what Aaron, because he was afraid. Are they going to get the message? Are they going to get the lesson? And this is what he was worried about. This is what he was worried about. We know, it can't go into it, but there's a, the Medrash, and it's brought in, uh, why do we read the Parsha of Karbanas? Because really, the Mishkan was supposed to be finished, was finished on Chof Hei Kislev. They, they kept it until Nisan to dedicate it. So it was dormant. Dormant like a dream from Kanaka till Pesach. It was dormant like a dream, sitting there in the shed. Can you imagine they worked on it? They collected money. They were so excited. And then you just say, okay, let's put it in the, let's, in the storage shed. Put it away. All those beautiful tapestries, the Krushim, the Oran, the Menorah. Okay, bring it to storage. What? what? He says, That's the, that is what Hanukkah is all about. It's, it, it will happen. It's, you know, it will happen. But it's, it's in dream form. Hanukkah 
is the Yosef, is the Moisev Ahilach, it, it comes out. And Mitzvah Hashem, the, the light of Hanukkah, as we say in our davening, everything is, is exact, Hashem, and, and we daven every day, or Chodosh al that Hashem should bring that light from Yerushalayim, and He should shine it. We should, we should be It's light. Oiroi is, is possessive. His, it's individual. Every person has a light. And we have to appreciate who we are, our own light. Then you'll see someone else has something unique. Usually, the petty jealousies and what we can't get along is because we, we're fighting for our own position. I have to be better if I put him down. That's, that's, that's wrong two ways because you're not appreciating you and you're not appreciating him. It says we daven every day. We want to see his light. Of course, I call it but it's, it's our light and the light of Hanukkah, Mitz Hashem should give us, um, should enlighten us every day, near Yeshu Beisai, every person and his home. You know, there's the base Yaakov, there's the base Yosef, and even the base Esav. You know, we, we can't, uh, as we talked last week, can't, has what to, what to contribute. We have to learn and try to direct it. In a, in, as, a, as a whole, it's not going to be what it should have been. But there are moments, like we talked about, Rebbe and Antoninus, they work together to bring out Torah Shabal Peh, which is what Hanukkah is all about, Torah. It's, it's the Yom Tov of Torah Shabal Peh. Okay, have a good Shabbos, everybody. Shabbos. 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 Yeah. 41.